الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر الله أكبر ولله الحمد الله أكبر ما غدا طير وراح الله أكبر ما على صوت وصاح الله أكبر ما سار حاج لبيت الله وساح الله أكبر ما أذن مؤذن حي على الصلاة حي على الفلاح الله أكبر الله أكبر لا إله إلا الله الله أكبر الله أكبر ولله الحمد Another day of Eid that comes upon us today a day where we are obligated to draw the smiles on our faces and live the happiness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings and forms as a ibadah of today. And from the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he brings these seasons, these days after seasons of worship to let us know as we're coming all the way here dressed with the best garments and the cleanest thobes and the most beautiful dresses to understand that it's not about the outlooks, but it's about the inlooks. What is the value of the cleanest of your thobes and your izards and your qameez and the most charming dresses that you're wearing today if your heart is still filthy? What is the value of our happiness today if Allah yet is not happy with us? What is the value of the animal that you will be slattering today that weighs 350 pounds and you don't weigh a pound to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What is the value of all of that if yet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was not the main source and core of happiness? This is why he stated that. It's with the bounties and the mercy of Allah, we shall be happy. Nothing else than that. And as we pass by Eid al-Adha, we cannot pass by it without reflecting and pondering of our father, Ibrahim alayhi salam. When he comes with the test that we are being reminded of when we slaughter the animals today, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give him the order that we all know to slaughter his son. And the order was not actually about Ismail himself alayhi salam. It was about the heart of Ibrahim. Allah wanted to purify him, to cleanse it, to clean it from all the love and attachment that he had to Ismail. It's not about a test, just a test that passes by him. This is why Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah, says, لَمَّا أَمَرَ اللَّهُ إِبْرَاهِيمَ بِذَبْحِ وَلَدِهِ أَمَرَهُ بِأَنْ يَذْبَحَ تَعَلُّقَهُ فِي قَلْبِهِ when Allah ordered Ibrahim to slaughter Ismail السلام, he actually ordered him to slaughter the attachment of Ismail that Ibrahim had in his heart. This is a great lesson to understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so jealous in your heart that he wouldn't accept to be shared with anyone else. And that's why Prophet Muhammad said, Ma ahadun min Allah. No one is more jealous than Allah. And you take this lesson as a lifetime that whatever is attached in your heart with Allah, Allah will certainly test you with it. And when you're tested with it, you've got to get the knives ready to slaughter it out. 
to kill those attachments and leave the heart pure for nothing but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brothers and sisters, there are many more important and valuable things to be slaughtered today than the poor animals that will be slaughtered in the coming three days. Slaughter the old sins that you have been addicted to in the last day. Slaughter all the old habits. Slaughter the, the forgetting and neglecting and sinning that you have been doing. Slaughter the people that are deviating you away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Slaughter everything that takes you away from the one and only. A second lesson, that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him that order and he responded, Allah built a two by two rule that I would love to leave you with today. Give me two, I give you two. And the two that Allah is expecting you just as he expected it from Ibrahim. The first one, فَلَمَّا أَسْلَمَا وَتَلَّهُ لِلْجَبِينَ When they internally submitted to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they accepted and they were satisfied and they were patient with the destinies, with the difficulties and calamities and, and the surroundings that are going in the life when they internally submitted. And that reflected in the lifestyle. It is not just a talk. The whole prayers have changed. The attitude have changed. The, the habits have changed. The relationships around the change. The akhlaq has changed. He laid his son. You showed what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was expecting from you. At that point, you expect the coming back from Allah. We called you, Ya Ibrahim. We responded to him. And the second one, we rastened him, we rastened, we ransomed him with massive sheep. Understanding, When Ibrahim was willing and ready to give Ismail, Allah gave him Ismail back, and a massive sheep back, and Ishaq above all of them back. This is what you get when you deal with the most generous Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Brothers, there are a lot of things that need to be laid. You gotta lay your prayers at the masjid. You gotta lay your salah. You gotta lay the promises that you made with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala months ago and you keep breaking them a promise after promise. Lay it when it fades just like Ismail was laid. Alayhi wasalam. When you reflect on the characteristic of Ismail alayhi salam, Allah described him with with three descriptions. I will only share one for the sake of the time. Allah said, in Ibrahim, Halim. One of Allah's names is Al-Halim. Al-Halim, He knows you're sinning. He knows you're lacking. He knows your shortcomings. He knows that you're not worthy to make it in Al-Firdaus yet. He keeps providing and securing and giving and forgiving. That's Al-Halim. He, he, he turns his eyes away just to give you the benefit of the doubt and the clear way to come back and repent. And Ibrahim was Halim. So a man who is practicing that description of Al-Halim is the one who lowers his gaze, who turns his eyes away from the shortcomings of his brothers. He knows they're insulting him. He knows probably they're backbiting him. They're, they're harming him from the back and the front, from the right to the left. But he keeps going and he doesn't look at it. Al-Hilm. This is what Prophet Muhammad told Ashaj Abdu Qais. 
You got two qualities that Allah loves the most. How much we need that today. Just turn your eyes, close your eyes, act like stupid, but you're not. Act like you're blind, but you're not. How many people they have cut their relationships, their own family members, and, and, and they pick, last time they found them is was the last eight, probably. Or probably two or three or five or ten years ago. This is the time to act blind, to act as a haleem, and lower your gaze on the shortcomings of our brother. We need this today more than any other time as a community, as individuals, and as families to keep the unity and the strength. As Salat al-Eid comes to an end, a great worship to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins, which is the most beloved ibadah that he loves to be worshipped with in this day and the coming three days, until the 13th of Yawm al-Nahr, which is slaughtering and giving the qurban to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the time of al-Udhiyah begins right after Salat al-Eid to the sunset of the 13th of Dhul-Hijjah. Any time before or after that, it would be considered as a sadaqah, not as an udhiyah. And an udhiyah is a sunnatun mu'akkadah, according to the three schools of thought, as they have the evidence of man arada an yudahi, fala ya'khudh min sha'rihi wala min adhafir. Whoever wants to give the udhiyah, as Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, he shall not shave his hair or take off his nails. Yet Abu Hanifa would give the opinion that it's a wajib, giving the evidence where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَصَلِّ لِرَبِّكَ وَالْحَرُ Pray to your Lord and slatter. And one udhiyah would be sufficient for you and your family, but a family can be stretched so much where you slatter for your grandparents and your parents and your cousins and your aunties. But the, the scholars would limit this to the one household, those who live in household. So the udhiyah that you give today cannot include your mother who's living in Pakistan and your father who's living in Lebanon and the cousins who are living in Afghanistan, but those who live in one household. A sheep has to be at least one year, and a cow has to be at least two years, and a camel at least five years. Four things that you make sure your animal is free of, as Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said. So four things cannot be or exist in your udhiyah that they that are thin or too weak. They have to have at least half of their teeth. And they must be able to walk to the slaughtering site, meaning that they can walk themselves to the slaughtering and they don't have a broken or a damaged leg. And they should not be blind or having only one eye. That's the ruling of the udhiyah. Yet, even with animals, Islam treats, treats us to act with a bit of hilm. Not just with your brothers, even with the animals. So the etiquette that Prophet Muhammad teaches in the Sahaba, that you don't sharpen your knife in front of the animal. Respect the feelings. And when you do so, you make the knife is sharp to cut it quickly and swiftly and get the soul out and the blood 
and it must be skinned after it's completely cold. And last but not least, not to slaughter the animals in front of one another. Most importantly, brothers and sisters, in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah is pure. Allah is perfect. And he doesn't accept anything below that. So give the qurbani with love. Give it with a halal money. You don't have to lend to give a money. You don't have to steal to give the udhiyah. You have to give that with the absolute pure money that you have of yourself. And give it with love as third of it will be given to the poor. And third of it will be given to your family. And third of it will be given as a gift. As Prophet Muhammad sallallahu advised, ثُلْثٌ لِأَهْلِكَ وَثُلْثٌ لِلْهَدِيَّةِ وَثُلْثٌ لِلْصَدَقَةِ Last but not least, enjoy the happy and beautiful religion that we have. A religion that bonds the souls together. That brings us all and makes us feel happy in a day where you got no reasons to be happy except that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders you to be so. And stay connected to this masjid and all the masajid and the four corners of the city of Calgary because this is what defines us today at tough times where people, not just animals and, and sheep, are being skinned out of their own religion and their own faith and their own values. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not to skin any one of us out of his own faith and the core of our religion. Lastly, inshallah, the Eid festival at this masjid will take place in July 2nd from 2.30 to 6 p.m. I believe the tickets are still selling on the website and the social media windows on Calgary Islamic Center. Make sure to buy your tickets and join the happiness and joy the minute with the moments with the masjid. Allah, taqabbal Allah minna wa minkum salih al-a'mal. وسبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله